0: What you singing? This is kind
1: of how are you? <laughs> baby, <nice>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm going to go ahead the word. My V is against the forward line. Sorry. Sorry. Working on yourself in the context of Yiddishkeit means becoming one, becoming partners with the Torah lahadia a combination. In order for us to come to this purpose, this goal, we need to know ourselves and we need to rectify ourselves. In other words, our goal is to become unified with the Torah. Our lack of unity comes because we don't know ourselves. And since we don't know ourselves, we don't know how to fix ourselves. So if we knew ourselves and then we fixed ourselves, what would our state be? What would our natural state be? Purified. We'd be one. We'd be unified with the Torah. Zet toichin <laughs> shah This is the stuff that we're going to find in this shah. <laughs> First, we're going to come to awareness of ourselves. <laughs> Ma'areches shniya atzmenu. Then we're going to come to understand how we work on ourselves, because when people say I'm working on myself, they don't necessarily know what that means. They just say I'm trying to stop it, but stop. stop it is not. It stop. Yeah, stop it is not. Stop not going to work, right? There was a skit many years ago on Mad TV. Oh <laughs> yeah. Stop it. And it's a therapist who comes into the office, and the therapist just looks at you and says. Stop it. <laughs> It'll work if you just stop it. Uh, I have terrible anxiety. anxiety. Stop it. Right? So when people say they're working on themselves, most often what do they really mean? I'm trying to, We're to stop it. I'm just trying to stop it. And trying to stop it is not necessarily the same thing as working on yourself. And then finally, And then finally, to become one with Torah. That's going to be the hadracha that Revolva is going to give us, how to become one with Torah, knowing Das Torah. Kavanu as ahechrech betik on atzmeinu kitznai vahakdama lesach desama established that it is imperative to rectify yourself as a precondition and as an introduction to become with one with Torah. Al pi ma'marei rabbeinu Vital v'tal rabbeinu or yisrael. Nochachnu ki l'mailas ha-Torah i'esher lahagia bali mahalach ishi hein b'zihirus micheit ve hein b'kiam it is impossible to achieve the Mailas Atorah. What does the Mailas mean? The advantages, the distinction of Torah, unless you have a personalized path. On one hand, to be careful not to do Averas, and on the other hand, to do the mitzvahs. We discussed in yesterday's Shir this. Avoid the pratis this individual, avod that we saw in Chazal, from Arabayim, from the Rishayim, from the Ahreinim. That was whether you go with one mitzvah and you make it yours, or whether you go with the Sulam Hamidus. Me'ata, now, Aleinu la-geshes el-hataviyus ha-avod zaseinu ha Ulam lo-nuchal l-sayim is ha-mavoh, al-ikr yasayid avoid avod the truth is, he says, at this point we're ready to start getting down into the nitty-gritty of the work. Start doing the actual work. But he says we cannot finish this mavo without bring without being mirames, without hinting to this main yesod in general and avoda. That's brought down in the Sefer Shev and in the introduction to the Shem, Shem Shemaitzah, we're going to bring it down by very shortly, but two very critical paragraphs that inform not just the way we see the world, our Hashkafa, but also practically, how we're going to work on ourselves. So now we're going to, rec- we're going to read from the Shav Shemaitzah. <speaking> Ikr <in> brias <Hebrew> ha'adam im ki chaser When we consider the creation of a person in this world, we have to consider the soul and where it came. Where did the soul come from? The soul came, it was carved out from Shemayin, and it was getting all the pleasure that it could possibly get from being connected to the Abishter. The klom chaser bebeis The soul was totally happy, totally satisfied in the house of the king. So did the soul leave Shemayim because it was missing something? No, the soul is infinite. Therefore the soul was missing nothing. So why in the world would we take a soul down into this world? Why wasn't the neshama created? Yeah? That in such a way that it can get all the anna that it could possibly get at this moment, why does it need to go down in order to get back up? It was already up, it was getting what it needed. So, what's going on over here? You understand? Notice know if the soul is perfect and the soul is getting all the pleasure that it can get, right? Then why bring it down? If the soul is not getting everything it can get, why not just create it in a way that it can get everything it needs right away? We're gonna So listen to the answer of the Shev Shemite. Yes, we discussed this at length in Sophisticated V. Everyone hears the question? No. One more time. Yeah. The soul in Shemite. Yeah. What was its experience? All there was was soul and God. Think about it like a diamond in a plush velvet box. Red velvet. Yeah. Perfect. It's exactly where it belongs, right? Yeah. So Mimanov Shev. Either... It's perfect, and it's exactly where it belongs. In which case, what's the last thing you would do? Go down. Put it on someone's finger. It does not look as pretty on someone's finger as it does sitting in a Tiffany's box, right? In a window that's perfectly designed for the light to hit it at the exact angle, right? So if the soul is in Shemaim, it's like a diamond in the red box, the soul is perfect. I'm getting everything I need, right? Yeah. Why in the world would you put it into a body? And if it's not getting everything it needs right and how it could be perfect why not or wh- yeah and why not just create it as something that can what's the value of creating this thing that now needs to go into a go <coughs> yeah to come back okay veulam gozrachach maso yespar shma yespar shma olah readel mato hakadosh baruch whose wisdom decrees that the soul needs to go down linsosa sosu bekiya mitzvoso vishmirastarosov and it needs to have this journey of being mekhiya mitzvos and of keeping the Torah. So, what's going on over here? He's saying, and as the soul becomes more righteous, it's being goido and it's returning to HaKadosh Baruch. The cause of Now, what is the explanation of this? Shosa mai mevorach vinozlem betoch baaret. The Zohar HaKadr says an unbelievable thing. The Pasuk says in Mishlei Mayim Levorach, what does it mean? It says as follows. You ready? There is a difference between a pit and a wellspring. Pit and a wellspring. A pit May be filled up with water But that doesn't mean It is the source of water So the neshama Is what he's about to say Before It comes down into this world It has a certain Bechina And it gains a Bechina In Shemayim Namely what? Before the neshama comes down into this world It's a bar After the neshama leaves this world, it's a maayan, as we're going to see. A bore means it's filled up with water. But, mitzad when you look at it, is it filled up with water, Rabbi Sai? Yeah. The no, pit, by definition, is empty. It's just that I can create a condition where the pit holds water. But the pit itself is empty. You understand? When the Neshama comes down into this world, and the soul comes to certain understandings, right? It's un- it starts to understand things that it didn't understand before. The soul undergoes a transformation. That's what the Shev Shemaitseh says. It goes from being a pit to being a wellspring. Ever, what's the difference between a pit and a wellspring? Dead. Okay. Wellspring, 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 wellspring is the source of the water, so to speak. <coughs> the bar is filled up with water from the outside. A a, be- a is maayan hamiskaber venovei maatmo. It's this powerful wellspring, yeah. But it's novea, Where does it get? Where does it draw its strength from? Not from others, but from it's itself. itself. So up until now, the soul in Shemayim, when it's first created, it's with Hashem. Is the soul happy? Everyone with me? Yes. Everyone with me? Yeah. The soul is happy. Why is the soul happy? Because it's got everything. It's got, it wants. got what it needs. What's it missing? It's it's not 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 right. It's filled up with water. Yeah. It's filled up with water. So from the outside, what's the condition of the soul? If you look at the soul, what's its condition here's, from the outside? It's got water. Good. It's got, it's got what it needs. But where'd the water come from? It was like Kaddish Baruch Hu putting the water into the pit. As opposed to the pit being dug deep enough to realize that it is a ma'ayan, it's a wellspring. Right? Last line and then I'll get to you. Um, is it, last, that
1: let that me translate. Last that's line that's and then
0: I'll get to you. That's last line. sufa means, anybody know? Bread of shame. A dollar earned is better than a dollar taken. Yeah? If I take a dollar from somebody, you didn't earn it, what do you feel? It really, it's like a little weak. It's a little weak. By the way, you're at a stage in your life where a lot of you will begin to feel this. It's weak at some point. You start to feel like uncomfortable taking from your parents. You're like, I don't know, I feel like I should be grown up already. Like starts to become uncomfortable. And that's a healthy thing, right? A child doesn't think that way because a child is a bar, right? Being filled up, and the child is satisfied being a bar. But as you become an adult, the shift is, we go from being a bar to being a Maayan. It's a parent's responsibility to teach children to fend for themselves, not just financially, but emotionally as well, and spiritually as well, right? So the goal of parenting is really to get your kids out of the house, right? Not to kick them out into the street, but to raise them in such a way that they recognize they are capable of being a Mayan. They are their strength. And then, as one Talmud once said to me, he goes, how am I going to raise kids? Look at me. How am I going to raise kids? How is anybody going to rely on me? I said, yeah, at 18 years old, you're probably not ready to raise children, right? But as you get older, you become a Mayan governor. Namadiki Suva means the bread of shame. The Neshama in Shamayim has a little bit of shame. What's the shame? I'm not. I'm a taker. I am not my own source. Yeah.
1: Um, so when the Neshama is in, is in heaven, wouldn't
0: it be that it has, it has everything it needs? Meaning, it has everything that it would need in the future, in the past, and now. So when it goes down. To... Except for one thing. What? It has everything it needs except for one thing. source. It so... hasn't earned any of it, it's a taker. So, oh, it's, it's like, like this. You, when, it's, so, like, when you bring yeah. it down, it, you take the same water, but you make it earn its own its same water. That's correct. So it's not that it's bringing any more water. It's just, you have the same water, just now you're just taking it back up. What's the source of that water? Sir? The source. Well, so, let me just wait, I want to make sure you the get. Source the source the source means the mishama recognizes its own capacity to bring godliness into the world by being the kind the of mitzvot and keeping the Torah. In other words, think about it like this. The neshama in Shamayam is like the spoiled rich child. It's living in a mansion, it's driving a Bentley, right? It has all the food it will ever need, and it could go on vacation for the rest of its life. And what does that rich kid feel? Empty. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Because he knows none of it is his. And that's why when we see certain wealthy people, some wealthy people who have worked and earned for themselves, they're quite capable. Some wealthy people who have inherited their wealth what do we know about them, guys? They're They're terrible at it. So for example, let's say there was a person whose father was very wealthy, and let's say he gifted him and his Yerusha with, oh, I don't know, a cable company. Not speaking about anyone in particular, just a cable company, somebody who maybe owns a wealthy, important piece of real estate in New York City, right? Uh, a garden of sorts, if you will, yeah? <laughs> Right, sort of in the middle. Maybe he has a couple of franchises that he play in that garden. I'm not speaking about anyone in particular. <laughs> of
1: course.
0: Maybe he has a band. I, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he likes to... I don't know him. I'm not judging him. But oh, people say about this person... Even though it's in, not any particular person, I don't know who you're referring to. Okay, I'm not... This person. <laughs> the name might be James. <laughs> but I'm not speaking about any one particular person. Oh, the one in the basketball team. Basketball. <laughs> no, it's not LeBron. Oh. No, no. <laughs> James was the first name. Yeah, I know. Right? Now here's a man who's clearly... A, he's very capable, he's a billionaire. Right? Terrible order. Terrible. I thought you were No. <laughs> that's a different person who inherited all his money. <laughs> no, but that's the point, right? Yeah. The point is that when you inherit your money, it's not the same thing as the a guy who's room room. To rich yeah. a rich, historian. <laughs> <story. laughs> Ellie. Okay. So then. I know, I know we discussed this, this in sophisticated faith and I know like the soul, the soul in a way does want to get back to like Shemaya and wants to be like that pure soul that doesn't have to do anything anymore right and then why the heck would you ever want to go back to Shemaya if you're just going to feel like that the entire time you know that's the interesting thing Because what does the Mishnah say the Mishnah says you're born against your will you die against your you will die against yeah, your yeah will. no why would I because when you're born the first thing you think is why does anyone say he's in a better place when he feels like when the show feels like he's not well, at that point, the Nishama has achieved something that hopefully it is experiencing something different. Hopefully it's become know, a Mayan. Know, but everyone, yeah, but if yeah, you can't I, be a ma'ayana, it's your then what's the point? No, that's the point. You the point, point is that that's already together no. beings. See, we, don't, we have a problem with this because people are always into doing, doing, doing. That's already he began to be. That's the point is if I am the Mayan, right? I recognize the value of what I can achieve in this world, so I don't to sh- want to. No, but then you go up to Shemaim and you're back to being a pit. No, that's the point. Oh, now so, you, so, you, so you, the only initial ones that come down are the pit ones, and the, the right and the Mayan oh, okay. ones are now Mayan. There's no reason for them to come down. Okay. Okay.
1: Joe. Yes. Yeah, the whole concept of like the poor man's bread. Um, doesn't that go back to the original question of like then Hashem could have created it differently? So that's not the case. Like. It only feels in such a way because. No, what's
0: the only thing God can't do? I can't, I can't make you choose, because then it's not a choice, right?
1: Well, certain feelings we choose because like, Hashem made us that way. I mean, they only feel that way because. No, no but Hashem think made the them about it.
0: What's the reason that I would feel Namadiki Sufa? What's the reason I would feel this shame because I didn't earn it? So yeah. God creates me, right? With with certain
1: feelings, no. No,
0: but that's the point. The point here is not that God creates me with certain feelings. He's creating a condition, right, where you can have everything you need, but at the end of the day, you didn't earn it. Forget the embarrassment for a second. Forget the feeling, right? There's something valuable valuable about earning. There's something perfect about earning, right? The only thing God can't do for us is earn for us. He could gift to us, but he can't earn for us. Let's say you didn't feel any embarrassment that you you didn't earn it. It still would be imperfect, because it's not you. I, I can say...
1: Kind of like if, if, if in such a case I, I wouldn't know but I'm saying that the only but, way that we feel it in such ways because I should have made it that way no? that
0: happens to be true but it but it, it but it, it gives us insight into the nature of being a taker Okay. yeah but at the end of the day everything comes from Hashem so how how, how could we say that that we become our own wellsprings if really it's like i I understand the pit that you're you're a pit and our is filling you with whatever whatever the, the water is right but how, so how could it how could it be any other way I, I don't understand let's read the next line and see if it answers okay the ikra de milsa the main thing the gol de lessley the lessmigamiku less ani of kemes kemeshukos da goraye the may be'er air karuia levi shehu nveyam yatmo ma kein may bar There's a principle that Chazal bring down, that a poor person is like a dead man. Now, of course, if you read this on a simplistic level, you'll think that Chazal is saying something terrible about the impoverished, which is obviously not the case. What it means is as follows. The water of a wellspring is called Mayim Chaim, Lebedica water. It's alive. Okay? The water Pesach, of a pit. What was that? Yeah, great Pesach. Yeah, sorry. Great Pesach sorry. The water of a pit is called dead. Why? What's the difference? So there's a principle brought down called "Sone Matanos Yechia. He who hates gifts is alive. And what does that mean? Somebody gives you a birthday present, and you go, "Oh, I'm so excited to get this birthday present." You're a dead man walking. So what it means is as follows. Ani of kemes means I'm feeling dead because I don't get to give to others. By the way, that's why we say another one that's chashu kemes is a summa, a blind man. Because a blind man cannot see what others need and therefore he has very little capacity to give. Giving is life. You understand? So, Ani chashu kemes. What if I'm a taker? Sone Matanos Yechia. You want to know? Sonei Matanos doesn't mean that if your mother comes to you with a birthday present, you go, no, that's poison, you're trying to kill me, run out of the room. And if you do that, if you, I can imagine, I know this is going to happen. Somebody's going to walk out of this room and misquote me. And by their next birthday, they're going to come home and they're going to tell... <coughs> I don't know... Mamakovsky. yeah? <laughs> I looked around the room. I made that decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the least like, You're good at this, yeah? Yeah, okay. Mama Koski comes in. She's got yeah. a birthday she She's got happy birthday to you. You run! No! a baseball bat, smash it. I learned the name of Sarah, right? Yeah. Then she gets on the phone with Mira. Berg, how are you? <laughs> How's everything? Uh, Jeremy just smashed the cake I brought him, and he's saying that's what you told him to do. No, he has but there are people that actively seek gifts. Dead. Seeking gifts is dead. Physical well, gifts or no? Yeah, yeah. Physical gifts. What about other types of gifts? What's dead. Like, what do like, you mean? Yeah, like this. Like I'll give you an example. I like gifts. <laughs> <laughs> I like gifts too. What about Advice is also what does that mean? I like gifts. <laughs> get a pro,
1: like it's not so what I'm talking about
0: What I'm he talking has, about is this I'll give you an example I'll give you an example um, Let's say a Rebbe Cultivates Talmidim Okay So that one day his Talmidim Can do things for him Like you hear these stories of like Rebbeim that are like taken care of By this Talmud who like became like Multi multi millionaire right and then what does that Rebbe go around like not bragging but he does like a humble brag you know like yeah whatever like every time I fly I get bumped up to first class because he doesn't want me to have to like fly business because you know you're flying so much it's so hard for you so like I was like tell me then that take care of me you know what I'm saying like like what do they call that what do you kids say that these days? like he's low-key like saying like yeah I've got low-key right like he's low-key Say like yeah, yeah, I've got that. i yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah, like, got yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, It's like it's like a humble brag, you know. It's like, no, like, like or like little. like yeah, I don't know. Like no, when I go in, like when I go into America, like like all these just every night, they're like taking me out to eat different restaurants. Honestly, it's like it's like annoying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like dude, everybody here knows what you're doing, you know. Obviously, it's abusive, right? Forget what you're doing to the talmud. Now, if the Talmud wants to give a gift to the Rebbe, that's beautiful. But if the Rebbe is seeking the gift, there's something wrong with that. So the way I heard it from one of my Rebellion, which is a great line, he said, the greatest paradox in Judaism is kavod. Because if you run towards it, it's poison. right? So you have to run away from it, and everybody has to chase you with it. Because if they don't chase you with kavod, kavod is also mazon, it's also food. The way you eat it, is by running away from it. It's the greatest paradise. So it's my job and it's your job to be to everyone around you, right? And what's everyone in this room's job? To run away from the cover that we're trying to, that we're trying to give that people are. That, let's say I'm trying to give Gelb cover here. Yeah, Gelb, I want to give him some cover. What's his job? Run. What's my job? Chase. It's the craziest thing. So Sone Matan If you're a person who seeks, not enjoys. I like gifts too, right? This was a very beautiful gift, this watch. For example, this watch was a beautiful gift. I enjoy this watch very much. But there's a difference between saying, I'm going to cultivate that Talmud so that that Talmud will give me a gift. That's a taking mentality. So that's what it means to be your, to be a, a, a Ma'yan. Of course, everything comes from God. But what's my contribution? Right? What are the internal choices that I made that contributed to the world? So yes, Eli was saying before, advice is a gift. I might choose, Right? to give that gift to you. You might choose to receive that gift from me. But if your relationship with someone is only to be able to get the gift of advice, right, and like, what do I need to do to establish a relationship with this Rebbe so I can get that gift from him, you're a taker. You're not a giver. And by the way, what happens in those relationships? Start to fall apart because who wants to be part of that? Yeah, because the other, the other party gets overwhelmed. That's right. What does a
1: Talmud give to a Rebbe?
0: What can you give to a Rebbe?
1: No, if you're saying that it, like a taking mentality is bad, but... Or, or a, and a wants to learn. So, so well, what, the the, most your what goes you're the, the most
0: other way? Should be, the yeah, Rebbe but you're not, of do, I'm so I'm not doing more anything. More than the know. calf wants to suckle, the cow wants to give its milk. The greatest right. gift you can give to a Rebbe is to be a learner.
1: So that's like the exception, yeah? No. Because a Talmud's going into it with a mentality that I want to take. And then, like, you're not really... You
0: to take to give. You know how, like, sometimes you'll have them. Who really aren't interested in what the Rebbe is teaching, but they're interested in the relationship. So what do they do to have the relationship if they're not interested in what the Rebbe is teaching? They do all these ancillary things. Like, Rebbe, what if I came to your house for Shabbos and cooked everything for Shabbos? I like cooking. I would cook you all of Shabbos. And then I'll just be here for Shabbos, right? Wouldn't that be such a nice gift? Not really. I don't really need you to cook for Shabbos. I'm capable of cooking for myself. The relationship I want to have is a Rebbe-Talmud relationship. Or, like, the Talmud that says I'll take the Rebbe out to eat. The Talmud says that I'll take the Rebbe to a Nick's game. It might be all nice things, but I want to be your Rebbe. The gift you can give me, or any Rebbe, is you can make them into a Rebbe. But it's not, it's, it's
1: more of, like, mutually exclusive. Like, for, for, for me, I guess in the end of it. For you, you guess in the end of it. But it's not really, like, me giving you anything. Oh, you like sure lish- are. But not Lishma. No, Lishma. Like I'm, not, I'm not doing it so that I can, I'm not. I'm not becoming a... Tell him of a certain rub because I want him to grow out of the relationship.
0: No, but there but I'll give you an example, yeah? You know how there's two ways to listen to a shear. This guy he's listening. He's listening, no. He's like bent over, half asleep in first position, like kind of listening, right? Barely on the verge of falling asleep, right? So, there's a certain affect there that's exceptionally disrespectful. On the other hand, this guy I love this guy makes when he does it he might, I feel like a rabbi when this guy does it you ready for it goes like this that, the head bob guy he's the greatest talmud in the world why he's fighting he's fighting he's fighting so I'm, I'm a big believer if you're going to a shul where there's a Rav speaking you gotta be awake for the Rav's drush and by the way don't read a safer during the Rav's drush how nasty is that I mean think about that he got up, prepared a Joshua. he's looking at you and you're like, I'd really rather read this book than listen to you, the person who's talking to me. It's exceptionally disrespectful. But there are times where I so I don't get to sleep on a Thursday night till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Got to be up the next day taking care of Mikey, taking care of the kids, We're getting the house ready for Shabbos, cooking for Shabbos, cleaning for Shabbos. Sometimes I don't always get to get a nap on air of Shabbos to make sure that I'm going to be awake for the Rosh Joshua. Every once in a while. And I do mean it. It's every once in a while. Maybe twice a year. I'm going to the head bob, Right. So the Friday night, Drusha, there's the Rav. talking, and at Friday night, if it's warm in the shul because it's cold outside, right, and if you got a good seat, if it's not a bench, if it's like a plush seat, and you're sitting there, and you're in a suit, and you got a sweater on under the suit because it's cold, and now it's too hot, right, and everything is... And you start to become head bob guy, right? <laughs> so you should know, after after davening, we go around and we shake the rose hand. I admire the... So the Rav always says, oh. I admire the fight. I admire the fight. Yeah, because if you're fighting... Right, a, a gift you can give to a Rebbe is when the Rebbe's speaking, make eye contact with the Rebbe. Do you know there are people, when I speak, there are people that like this when I'm speaking, they like this the entire time. Like, hmm, shaking their head, really being considerate. And they're not being fake about it. And so you feel it. This guy, I'm sure he's listening too. <laughs> I just answered a text, by the way. I actually did it. Right? <laughs> yeah? It's no, 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 no. yeah? so like, why would you waste the opportunity? <laughs> if I'm going to be doing it, I may as well do it, right? Why is that exceptionally disrespectful to you in the middle of giving a Why is that disrespectful? Because you're in the middle of talking to people. You understand? So you can give me the gift of paying attention. I'm not a to without you. No. no, I know. You're doing it because you want to pay attention because of what you want. Yeah. But there's, a, there's two ways to do it. You can listen to me while you have you know half an ear doing something else. Or you can be engaged. That's a gift. And that part would be the Shema. calls he'os As long as the nefesh is upstairs in Shemayim, and it's a pit. It has no life. Kime'atz because it by itself is empty. Rak mash The only thing it has is what you put into it. Giving is life. Taking is death. Until it comes down to this world And then it becomes an oveya It becomes its own source How does it become its own source? Because it accesses the life force that it, ha- that it has To give to another What's the life of a fire? It gives warmth and heat What's the life of a person? Generosity and compassion right? The gifts that The primary gifts that we give to others And that's why it says in the passage That God blew a soul of life into us behind you to Iker adam sa'adam aretz kadeh sh'teya nefesh v'v'chinas be'er that Iker reason why we were created is so that we could become a wellspring v'tikra nishmas chayim. that's how we get a lebede kasol v'zehu e'la mitsvos <laughs> asher yasa osa adam v'chai bahem that's what the pasuk means when it says these are the mitzvos that I have given a person, and you shall live by them. It doesn't just mean you shall live by them. It means through these mitzvot you acquire life. life. So what is the great secret of man in this world? Specifically here, in this world, can you become a mayan? Can you become a wellspring? So you can achieve life. Hanushama Up above is the soul happy? For sure. What's the happiness? It's receiving all of the divine light. but here in this world, through its avoda, he a shefa That word's for you now. Yeah? Yeah. It's zocha to an unbelievable, holy shefa, holy influence. It's like it came from within. I, ah, Nachi's question. Rabbi, isn't everything from HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the end anyway? The water, whether it's being poured in, the water, whether it's coming from below, either way, it's HaKadosh Baruch Hu's water. So that's what he says. Even though the Be'er, it's also not the source, right? It's all Shefa from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Nevertheless, you've acquired it. You hear, Nachi, Yes, your question. And working in Torah, it makes you alive. A guy is a guy is spending his morning seder on his phone. A guy is spending his morning seder and he's not and he's and he's battling and he's not really acquiring. He feels dead. He feels dead inside. Or Chodosh misgalame E'Ata B'Avot. The Pratis. A new light has been revealed in our Avayda HaPratis. Shaharay Kol Soi the Yoseno Ale Admosu Dafker Zagos L'Chayis Atiyus Alei Avayda Atiyus. What's the work that we're going to be doing Bez Hashem, in a couple weeks when I come back? And we're going to start. What's the work we're doing? Trying to do Getting a life. Working on yourself in an individualized way. It's not just tikan amidos. It's not just so that you can be a better husband. It's not just so that you can be a better father or a better employer or a better employee. The work is what, Rabbi Isai? Get a life. Get a life. We're dead men walking. Hey, Zui, matarez tamachacham. This is the purpose of a khachem, To be a powerful, overflowing wellspring. To be alive. When we return. <laughs>